brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is the Faith to Victory Radio Network. The following program is a production of Faith to Victory Ministries. God's ways are, are so far above our understanding. And He wants us to understand that only He can do for us and through us what we cannot do for ourselves. What we see is impossible in our limited human ability and our limited human thinking. Welcome to Faith to Victory Sunday Worship with minister and founder of Faith to Victory Ministries, Michael Collins. Now, here's today's message. When God does the impossible. You know, in, in the Bible, we, we can find all kinds of insight and, and encouragement uh, that, that we need to know uh, as to how we as Christians can persevere through faith uh, against the, the highest and the strongest of odds. And, and more and more these days, it seems that people are faced, you know, not with just simple problems and simple needs of life, the basic stuff, but a lot of people are being faced with overwhelming and sometimes very complicated obstacles uh, that they have to overcome and, and a lot of that is because of the economy um, just a lot of things that's going on in the world that, that brings about stress in people's lives um, so my object, objective today is to, to help you understand that no matter how impossible your situation or your circumstance or your life may seem that God is the God of the impossible and I want you to look at Luke chapter 18, verse 27. This is right at the end 
of the parable of the rich official, uh, where Jesus was having a discussion with this young man who was a very rich young uh, official, and he was asking Jesus how he could get into heaven, how he could be saved. And, and Jesus flatly just told him, give up everything you have and follow me. Well, this young man saw that as an impossibility because he was clinging to everything that, that he had, you know, as far as what he had accumulated uh, because of his wealth. And he was uh, clinging to his wealth, period. And did not want to give that up. And uh, so he asked Jesus, you know, well, how can someone like me be saved? In other words, what he was asking Jesus, how, how can I hang on to all this stuff and still be, you know, saved and, and, and get to heaven? And Jesus told him, you know, it, it's easier for a camel to pass through an eye of a needle than it is for a wealthy person to get to heaven. And, and, and to get to heaven with the with the right heart and 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 the right understanding of of uh and the right attitude towards their wealth you know Jesus was not saying that wealthy people can't go to heaven what Jesus was trying to tell him is that heaven should be worth more to us than anything that we could ever accumulate on this earth and so as impossible as this young man saw it to, to give up his wealth, to give up his possessions and follow Christ, Jesus told him that what is impossible with men is possible with God. And so unfortunately, this young man did not give up everything and, and uh, more or less probably faced eternal separation from God because of it. But, but the point that I'm trying to make through this, what Jesus said here, is that you know we can see things in life and we can hold on to things in this life to the point where it, it makes a solution to a problem or, or overcoming an obstacle in our life, accomplishing uh, something uh, as an impossible task. that It's just not possible for us to do it. And Jesus says that what is impossible in our eyes and what we see and what we know is, is, is possible with and through God. So... You know, if we expect God to, to do the impossible things in our life, to help us to accomplish uh, the impossible, you know, we, we've got to realize how important it is that, that when we come to him for help through our prayers, and we do so, we, we need to do so confidently and, and, and expectantly. Confidently because, you know, we can trust God for anything. And if we really know him, we should be trusting him and certainly have no reason to doubt him and his ability to help us achieve the impossible in our life. And we know from, from what his word promises us that God is faithful to those who love him and obey him. And we should come to him expectantly because we can recall from all those times that, that we've come before him before in need whether it was a small need or a great need. But no doubt all of us have, have had those opportunities to come to God and, and, and ask him to, to help us to accomplish something in our life or overcome something in our life or resolve a particular problem or situation. And although it may not have been resolved and, and taken care of right away, 
we saw how God was working in it and help us eventually to overcome it. So we can always look back on those times and, and how God has always proven himself able to be able to provide for every need that we've ever had, no matter how overwhelming that need might have seemed at the time. God helped us to see eventually that it wasn't so overwhelming, especially when we he was involved in it and he was in control of it. Or no matter how insurmountable it might have appeared to be. In other words, we should never be, be basing our hope for a solution or, or an answer to something on, on what is physically and visibly before us. And we shouldn't base it on our limited ability to deal with it and resolve it. You know, the Bible tells us that we should walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, don't judge the outcome of a situation or a problem by what you see. Base it on what you know. And that is the power of the Almighty God to do the impossible in our life. Our hope should always be based on God's ability and God's wisdom and God's power to work it out for our good. And there are a lot of scripture references in the Bible that refer to the unchanging truth that our God will never leave us and he's never going to abandon us or go back on his promises. You know, we got to understand this, that God knows and God sees what we don't know and what we can't see. And many of these scriptures that I'm talking about can be found throughout the Old Testament, throughout the New Testament. But one of my personal favorites that I want to share with you is from Isaiah chapter 42, verse 16. It says, I will lead the blind by a way they did not know. I will guide them on paths they have not known. I will turn darkness to light in front of them and rough places into level ground. This is what I will do for them and I will not forsake them. These powerful and encouraging words from the Father assures us that he's going to take our hand when we're uncertain about the way we need to go in life. In those times when we really don't have a, a clear vision for our life or the circumstances that we might be in. And that God is, is going to be our personal guide to those who trust him. He's going to direct us through the unknown and, and the uncertainty of life. And he's going to inspire us to make right decisions that that will steer us away from from bad choices and, and, and thoughtless, foolish behavior that's only going to cause us to fall. And it's only going to cause us to distance ourselves from Him. God tells us that He'll always be with us, whether we feel His presence or we don't, to show us what roads we need to take to make sure we don't stray off that road and wind up in a ditch somewhere, as I said before distanced from him god says that that he'll be doing these things for us standing by us and sticking with us not leaving us for one minute god's ways are are so far above our understanding and he wants us to understand that only he can do for us and through us what we cannot do for ourselves what we see is impossible in our limited human ability, and our limited human thinking. You know, every father was given the gift by God to, to be able to provide the best for their children. Does every father do that? No. 
Unfortunately, no. No father that, that really loves his children wants them to feel like they can't come to him for help when they don't know what to do. And we all know that sometimes life can present very heavy burdens that we just can't see beyond them. And, and uh, we can't see the light on the other side. You know, granted, some human fathers don't always have the right answers. And granted, there are some human fathers that, that don't care enough to seek an answer. But because they love their children, those that do and care for their children, because they love them and they care for their well-being, they help them the best way they know how to work their way through the problem. And our Heavenly Father always has the right answers he always has the right solutions. He always has the right reasons for every problem that we'll ever face in this life. But because God loves us and cares for us so much, he doesn't always provide a, a, a quick fix for whatever difficulty that we might be dealing with. And why is that? Well, because our Heavenly Father wants us to learn and to grow and to mature from the experience. So that the next time we're faced with a similar situation, we're going to approach it in a different way, with a lot more confidence, with a lot more assurance, uh, and a lot more uh, rationality of thinking. And that's, that's what God wants our, the human fathers to do, the natural fathers to do to their, to their children. You know, we don't always want to just give them everything they want because sometimes that's hurting them more than helping them. Amen? And that's why God does us that way. God wants us to, to, to benefit from his intervention. He wants us to benefit and learn and grow and mature, as I said before, from whatever it is we're dealing with so that the next time a, a situation like that comes around, that we're not going to make the same mistakes. We're not going to make the same foolish decisions that we made before. And the obstacle is not going to look so impossible the next time. Amen? Because of what God taught us through our perseverance, through the growing aspect of it. It's not going to seem so impossible as it did before. He's going to help us to, to approach that problem, like I said before, with a lot more confidence, with a lot more strength, more wisdom, more peace in our spirit. Because we know that we're not facing it alone. And that's very important. And we can always expect our God to guide us through it. Amen. God wants us to know and he wants us to rest in the truth that his grace is sufficient. It's all we'll ever need for every problem, every burden, every obstacle standing in our way. And it takes a faithful and thankful heart, a confident and a trusting spirit and an attitude of expectance that all comes from a loving relationship with our Father through Christ. You know, we've all heard the story of David and Goliath from childhood and of all the examples in the Bible about people uh, facing impossible odds, and there are a lot of them, you know, uh, talking about Abraham and Sarah, you know, having a child and it's such an old age uh, to Daniel cast into the lion's den. Uh, Joshua and the walls of Jericho, Moses and the parting of the Red Sea, and uh, even uh, the illustration of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Uh, 
you know, I find the story of, of David and Goliath uh, most unique because of David's courage and because of his confidence and, and his expectance that his God wouldn't fail him and would enable him to be able to defeat this giant that, that everyone was in fear of and afraid of. David went into this battle that no one thought he could win with an attitude of victory because he knew without a doubt that God was going into this fight with him. He was not going into this fight alone. And he volunteered. He willingly volunteered to fight Goliath. It took some persuasion, but King Saul finally agreed to let David fight the giant. And But David, you know, as he, as he went into battle, facing the giant, was dressed in, in just his simple tunic, his shepherd clothing, no armor, carrying only his shepherd's staff, had a sling and a pouch full of stones. And that's it. He courageously approached Goliath. And, you know, the giant looked at this little kid, you know, with, with no armor, you know, no sword, no shield. He hurled threats at him and insults at him, and he just laughed at him because he thought this kid was foolishly going to give his life uh, for what he was trying to stand for. But this kid stood there ready to fight. As we read in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 45 and 46, we can read uh, the, the fearless words that were spoken by David as he faced Goliath. He said, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. It's not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. To put it more plainly here, David was, was telling Goliath, you know, you're, you're bigger than me, you're stronger than me, you, you present an apparent impossible challenge for me. But I face you and will defeat you in the name of my God. This fight is not my fight alone. God is in control of this fight. And it's not by my strength or my ability that I'll win this battle, but by my faith and trust in the almighty God who goes before me. God expects us to, to have the same attitude. You know, when we're facing our giants in life. In his book entitled Facing Your Giants, best-selling author Max Licato says this, You know your Goliath. You recognize his walk, the thunder of his voice. He taunts you with bills that you can't pay, people that you can't please, habits that you can't break, failures that you can't forget, and a future that you can't face. But just like David, you can face your giant, even if you aren't the strongest or the smartest, the best equipped or the holiest, like David. You can read his story and wonder what God saw in him. His life was, has little to offer uh, the unstained straight-A saint. He fell as often as he stood, stumbled as often as he conquered. But for those who know the sound of Goliath, David gives this reminder. Focus on giants, you stumble. Focus on God, your giants tumble. David's faith in God 
caused him to, to be able to look at the giant from a different perspective. He looked at the battle that he was getting ready to enter into from God's point of view. And if we look at the giant problems and, and the impossible situations in our life or seemingly impossible situations in our life from God's perspective, we'll realize that God will always be fighting for us and fighting with us. When we put things in proper perspective, we're able to see the problem or the situation a lot more clearly. And we can fight the battle more effectively as a result of that. God is going to show us how to use all the unique skills that he's already given us in order to overcome anything in our life. We just have to be ourselves before him. Come to him just as we are. Remember the old song that that, uh, that Billy Graham used to use at the close of all his crusades when he would do the altar call and have all those people come down front. Remember the name of that song? Just as I am. He encouraged Folks, just to come to Christ, just as you are, with all your baggage, all your sin, all your uh, inefficiencies, all your uh, you know tendencies to, to, to mess up in your life, just come to God just as you are, just like David did, with all of our imperfections and all of our faults. When we get ourselves out of the way, and we learn to recognize the, the gifts and the talents that God has given us, He can and he will work miracles through you. And that, my friends, is when God will do the impossible. You know, through our life and sometimes through ministry as well, the Lord's going to bring uh, impossible situations before us or what we view as being impossible. Sometimes it can be, you know, financial needs. There's so many people facing that today. It could be just material needs or or personal challenges that seem so far beyond our human capability to be able to overcome. And we look at whatever resources that we might presently have, whatever our past experiences have been, and and usually that's when uncertainty and fear and doubt is going to enter in if we're not very careful. That's when the, the temptation to avoid the impossible and, and move toward that which we can handle and control will cause us to make a wrong choice. You understand what I'm saying here? We, we want to avoid whatever this situation, this obstacle might be that we're looking at and move forward with something that we think we can handle and we can control. But that's always going to cause us to make a wrong choice, a wrong decision, because it's going to be a choice that's made without God's guidance and without his direction and without his intervention. We just need to remember this. If God has placed an impossible task before us, he already knows that it's beyond your ability to resolve it on your own. But he he also knows that it's never beyond his ability. And he wants us to understand and to realize and to acknowledge that it is not beyond his ability. And it's in the middle of the impossible that God is glorified. Don't resist the impossible, but step out in faith, in courage, in confidence, and expectance that God will do what only He can do. Don't trust yourself to do what you think you can do and handle through this whole thing. Trust God for it. Talking about David and Goliath here, when the giant 
criticized and he insulted and he threatened. You know, David didn't stop what he was doing. He didn't cower down in fear and he didn't waver. Everyone else cowered down in fear. They ran away from Goliath. They ran away from the problem, but David ran to the problem. He knew that action needed to be taken. And David did the right thing in spite of all the discouraging insults and fearful threats and circumstances of the moment. Only God's opinion mattered to David. And it should be the most important opinion to each of us as well. When we're facing a giant problem in our life or an impossible situation in our life, we need to take the time to stop for a minute. Just stop. Be quiet. And refocus. God tells us to be still and know he is God. If you make the effort to, to see the situation from God's vantage point, and he'll help us to do that, you're going to be able to see the possibilities, not just the impossibilities, but the possibilities more clearly. We've got to take courageous action in the face of anything that seems to be overwhelming in our life. And we've got to trust the everlasting truth that God will fight for you and God will fight with you. Remember this today as I close. God's opinion is the only opinion that matters. And when we live by that truth with conviction, and when we live by that truth with determination and trusting faith, God will do the impossible in our lives. Thank you for listening to today's program. Join Michael again next week for another encouraging message from God's Word on Faith to Victory Sunday Worship. For more daily inspiration and encouragement from Faith to Victory Ministries, find us on Facebook, Google+, and YouTube. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.